can't be a nigga from uh, averaging 30 at a random high school and think you can pick up a random. Kevin Garnett was the same thing. Huh? Kevin Garnett, same thing. He was practicing with with the pros when he was early. Them niggas who can go straight out of high school, they know it when (laughs) they're 15. They already proved that shit. And that's great because it's even more intense now because, like, if you go to any. Summer UCLA game. It's always high school kids up there. Yeah, like, yeah. The next one's coming. Like we remember seeing Westbrook when he was ten. I mean, right. 10, 10th grade, right? Eleventh grade. Like a lot of them cats. You know, like who's this little high school nigga up here? Yeah, some high and they end up in the NBA. Play, yeah. Hey, who was that? Kids that played in the Drew. This, that was this, this, oh yeah, the Drew. Yes. Who was that? Like that North team you talking about? Cold, bro. Yeah. Who was that? They got discovered at the park. Was that Kemp or or the goat at the park? Yeah. They got Shit. discovered at the at the park. Nigga, right. went to well, the Sean league. Kemp, I it think, was, was at the park. Yeah, yeah Sean, Sean Kemp. Kemp. Oh, Manico, right. also, the shoot was the recently. Yeah, the shoot Anthony Morrow. He got, he got oh. discovered at LA, LA Fitness. Imagine how he was, really? raining, he was raining jump shots at LA yeah, Fitness, yeah, yeah, and, and dude was like, "Yeah, you can shoot." He's like, nice. "He's like, I played college ball, but again, going to college ain't enough. You gotta have a relationship. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a relationship, so he didn't get a look. Mm-hmm. So he hooping at LA Fitness, and somebody's like, "Hey, you can shoot." Mm-hmm. And he, 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 he stuck in the league for what, like seven years? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. With the Hawks, right? He played the Hawks with yeah. the Thunder, with a few teams. There's this weird space that every person experiences, right? But it takes an exceptional person to realize it. There's a, there's this space, right? Because logic has its limits. And there's this space between where logic starts and where it stops in accordance to your understanding. And then there's a space of greatness where your imagination takes off. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't understand how limited they are to their logic because you only know what you know. You know what I'm saying? The great motherfuckers are able to understand the limits of their logic and why, okay, this is a limit. This is not a stopping point. It's not a parameter. This is, I need to expand myself. Yeah. But most motherfuckers' egos get them attached to what they already know and they don't expand themselves. And in that little space is why I think a lot of people are losing their mind in this era. I feel like there's a lot of motherfuckers going 5150, talking to themselves and losing their mind because they don't understand the point where your logic stops and your imagination is, is supposed to stretch you. There's a distortion there, you know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people don't understand that everything is an idea that was in somebody's imagination at one particular point, and they made it a reality. For real. And they're not surrounded enough with things that come from their thoughts, and they just lose it. They lose it, and they, and they believe, like, and that's where poverty can come in, and, and being and raised in a ghetto environment. Oftentimes, you, you, it's just natural to see yourself as your environment. Right. So a lot of times people only got to being a pimp, only got only got to being to a certain level because that was the highest level of what they saw, and then the things that they saw that were bigger than that, they didn't believe in themselves to do it. Right. Then, so oftentimes your best drug dealer could have been a CEO like a motherfucker, but his heart like it wasn't it wasn't there. No, that's real though. I feel like just like you said, like if they use that same game to apply it in other things, that drug shit is basically the same thing, just a different uh right. job, but. How I deal with that, man? I uh, I tell people like uh, like when I try to inspire and let people know, like you basically do anything the fuck you want to do. Wait, wait, you know, wait, wait. that's what we're talking about. You have to know when logic stops and that bullshit starts. Right. You so, know what I'm saying? No. Because something told you that that shit was fly when you got dressed. Uh, 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 something said. <laughs> 
This, this, <laughs> show, show thought he had a friend. This vegetable sweater. Why my nigga? Lennox Lewis, chill out, my nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You don't go take your ass to training or something, bro? Somebody, Logic should have told you them bullshit ass braids yeah, wasn't there. Yeah, hey, somebody in the comments get Blaze some edge control, my nigga. This shit starting to look like a fro dress. Show has a shit. contrast deficiency. Yeah, you stupid. His upper cortex, everything got to be the same. No, no, but you're right. Like that's how I feel. Like when they say roll, roll, roll your boat, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you really take your imagination. Like it's really your life is what you make it. It's really a dream, but like it's not gonna happen overnight. You gotta put work into it. When you get frustrated and mad at somebody else doing something, and you're angry with your life. Your logic has reached its limits. Uh, that's a good point. That you've ran out of space to run, okay. and you got all this energy because you want to keep going, but it's a cliff right there, and that's lack of knowledge. Yeah. You gotta rearrange some but, shit. But uh, the, the, the weaker niggas are turn on everybody around them. It's everybody around me. These niggas is hating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga's a, he won't let me. You ever meet a grown nigga talking about he won't let me. Yeah, he won't let me borrow. He won't let me have. Uh, and the people talking about everybody around me hate nigga, you work at Target, it ain't nothing to hate on. Right. You really hating on yourself. That's really what it be. They don't believe in themselves and they don't see themselves. Logic has its boundaries. It has its boundaries and you have to realize when you've reached it, man, if you are fighting tooth and nail to protect ideas that aren't yours. That to me, that's a big sign that logic is reaching its boundaries in your mind, or you've reached them and don't understand why. You get too connected to a religion, or too attached to a bitch, or you know, you always fighting at the park when the, when the calls don't go your way. Yeah. You ever meet that nigga? He, was, he, he swing on everybody after every loss at the park. <laughs> like, oh, here come Henry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, you should have been a boxer, nigga. Why was you fighting niggas on the court? <laughs> That's that logic shit. And they lash out, and, lot, and the, the sad part be a lot of times people lash out at those closest to them. Facts. Oh. You know what but, I mean? The people who really got your support, you want to spend all your time worried about people who hating on you when you really got somebody right there. Mm. But every time you know you frustrated, you want to lash out at them. But with the weaker, because there's a lot of niggas who are outwardly alphas. And they strong niggas, but they really weak niggas, right? Because what happens when they reach their limits, they start stealing from the niggas around them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they call it being an alpha. I'm the nigga. Y'all got my... But no, nigga, you've ran out of ideas. Yeah. So now you're a jacker. Yeah. Uh-huh. But really, you just out of ideas, nigga. Just say, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So you start taking from those around you that love you, man. That's one of the worst things you could do is burn bridges for people who are willing to help you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, how you know when logic has reached its boundaries? Blaze. Well, that nigga can't get his dress retwisted. Uh. <laughs> Reach his point. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Show put them Jordash jeans on. Oh, <laughs> I said logic has definitely reached his boundary. There. Nah, you know, never, you know, never. You the, nah, you can't fit into the gut. It's just a guy. Blaze ain't got nothing for me. I got you. <laughs> Logic, the logic is good. Uh, it's reached his point. My nigga, he didn't get that update. <laughs> get that a guy up. named Angus. 
Barbary. Have you heard of this nigga? Nice. Angus Barbary. Barbary. He been dead for a while, man. Angus, he yes, was 487 pounds in the 1960s. Whoa, he got tired of being obese. So he checked himself into a hospital, and he didn't eat for 382 days. What? All IV? IV, water, but didn't eat a solid meal for 382 days. That nigga could have worked out. His target weight was 183 pounds. It took 382 days of not eating to go from 487 pounds to three uh, to 183 pounds. And in that span, because he wasn't eating any solids, he would go 60 days without taking a shit. That I mean, I don't. I mean, he lost the weight. He survived. What kind of insurance did he have? His colon is. His yeah. colon fucked up. <laughs> but that's a, that's. A, I mean, when you have no knowledge of uh, how to work out, information, <laughs> information, you'll starve. You'll starve yourself that way. Yeah. So that's a good point. Doing a diet is 80 percent of you know of losing weight anyway. So. So he. So he didn't eat. He ate right for 382 days. No, he didn't. He didn't eat. He didn't eat at all for 382 days. Okay. He could have started off that way. He could have ate right for a year. Probably not been 480 pounds in the first place. Well, say it again. We didn't have no knowledge of how to work out. You see it. Check this out. He didn't eat for such a long period of time that he forgot what food tasted like. Uh oh. So the first meal he ate after the uh, 382 days was a boiled egg <clears throat> and a glass of water, and he was saying he said when he ate that it was the it it ta- it it tasted better than anything he had ever eaten mm-hmm. when he was fat. It was like the greatest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So depriving yourself of knowledge can have a benefit, I guess. I don't know. I mean, life has a weird way of, 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 you know what I'm saying, working shit out. Like, what? Go ahead. He only eating eggs now? Like, eggs I mean, the nigga dead now. The nigga dead now, but. Maybe that was his plan. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like you said, logic is over when you've exhausted all understanding. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand nothing out past this moment. But dude had a backup plan. You feel what I'm saying? He was like, I don't know how to work out. I don't know how to do this shit, but I do know if I don't eat, I lose weight. What's wrong with you without eating? Uh,. What I do? At ten days, I did that. Uh, yeah, that that lemonade lemonade diet. I lost eighteen pounds in ten days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, eighteen pounds in ten days. But just like that, it wasn't like to do. I didn't, I didn't miss food tasting. But you, you trip out because you ain't chewing nothing for eight for ten days. You right. feel what I'm saying? So, but it works. Your Shit. body goes in withdrawal. It's like, right. fuck you, why aren't you eating? Ketosis. Ketosis. Like, yeah, yeah. Ketosis. Thank you. Yeah. Big words for those who don't know. Especially you, motherfucker. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it simple. Keep so, it's as long as you went without eating a meal? About like 10 days. Nothing. No, I, I, what I was doing, I was doing a uh, juice diet, you know, like that Breville juicer. What I would do is I'll get like kale and gang of other fruits and juices, and I'll just. Basically, uh, juice them and then just drink that shit three times a day. But what happened was, uh, the reason why I stopped that shit is because, (laughs) you know, like if you don't take any salt, sodium and shit like that, you start, I was getting a headache and shit. So I was like, man, I can't do this shit. So, what kind of juicer you got? I had a Breville. A bevel? (laughs) (laughs) 
I was gonna let it slide, but when you asked, I was like, I got it. We gotta get it. No, no, they're shoes. They're shoes. They're shoes. No, they're shoes. They're shoes. They're shoes. You're a grown ass man talking about he winding him up. Nah, there's two of them. It's a Breville and a Breville. I know what you're talking about, nigga. Nah, you gotta go to Amazon for this one. Oh, they got Nah, they got two, my nigga. Nigga, look at your glass. You update your shit, nigga. But I'm saying, bro, they got two. They got a Breville and a Bivol, bro. They in competition. They competition. They got a competition. The right side of your brain is in competition with the left side. Fighting each other. You stupid, nigga. We saw them commercials, nigga. Yeah. I got a boy that's really I got a boy that eats every 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 forty eight hours he eats a meal. Wow. Yeah. That like not even on some Ramadan shit. Like this how he normally live. Yeah, he's every forty eight hours. Who's that? Otto too. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. It's called survival though. No, it's not. You don't have to eat food every single day. You don't. We get it. Some. I heard some niggas. Amazon choice. Ain't my nigga. Niggas is laughing because they can't smell. Nigga, what the fuck? This nigga googled it. Look, look. They might call that shit. In Africa, nigga, but they call it out here. Oh, oh, oh. So, ever seen that dude called a breatharian? Yeah, Aaron too. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. They survive on sun and oxygen. He like Hindu or some shit. Golden air. They got two of them. It's like a black nigga and a Hindu nigga. Huh? That nigga. Let me see. Pull him up. I want to see this nigga. This nigga somewhere disoriented. <laughs> but it's it's crazy though because you could starve and die, yeah. but how the fuck if you use it as a choice? Like ain't shit happening. I, like that's crazy to me. Because well, the elements too. If you're starving in the desert, nigga, it's all kind. Of, yeah. But if you're in the house in the air condition, <laughs> if you overweight, that's fat. Those that's stored fat. Stored fat is energy. No, the dude who did went, went 382 days is only because he was four, uh, 484 pounds. No, not that. I was talking about the breatharian that uh, Brown was just talking yeah. about because I. I've seen that shit too. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Please believe me. He he drinking some type of lemon, yeah. cayenne pepper. Yeah, he not just he, he not just. Oh, I'm full. There ain't no nigga out there that good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit is hilarious. He's putting hot sauce in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, God ain't made that nigga yet. God ain't made that nigga yet. But the crazy thing We would is have to be cold-blooded animals in order for that to happen. Yeah. The fact that we're warm-blooded, it, that takes the abilities away from us. The crocodiles can go weeks without eating because they're cold-blooded. They're, they're, cold, animals that can control, that are conscious of their breathing can go the longest without eating. Like we, Our, our breathing is, is based on a smooth muscle. We don't have control of it. If we pass out and fall in the water, we're going to start breathing. That's why a human can't pass out in the water because they'll drown because the natural system will take over and you'll be inhaling water. But, but you know, crocodiles and cold-blooded animals, they have to think about every breath they take. You know what I mean? So that conscious... Oh, wow. It's not energy to say at 98 degrees. That's why. How do we know the crocodiles ain't eating? 
Say it again. How do we know the crocodiles ain't eating? I mean, some, just, just stay underwater. Though. Study. I'm not one of them niggas that don't believe no science. No. I mean, I'm believing that over religion all day. <laughs> Some of these, these I'm just asking. I don't know. This, 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 nigga, this, this, nigga, this is a nigga right now in Africa. This is a white boy right now in Africa look, studying a, a crocodile. He's been he's been looking at the motherfucker for a month. Twenty years. Okay. okay. So glasses sleeping in, sleeping in, the, in the desert and all that shit. Tell like, how do you know birds really fly? You know, you can be a hologram in there. Y'all niggas is limited by y'all logic. I saw your tooth turn when you said logic. The potato salad pirate in this moment. The logical thing to do in that situation would just let it marinate. As spiritual beings have a human experience, we are we do have the capabilities of suppressing our breaths and working our bodies, taking control of our bodies to What the fuck are you talking about? Let him get off. Grab the mic. You talking about David Blaine? That's what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> True story. It's the same with the guy you talk about who breathes air. So you talking about David? You talking about like? Uh, no, David Blaine is entertainment. The nigga who breathes Bigger air. So is that no, shirt? No, he, he, he's not doing it for entertainment. He's just living his life, and mm -hmm. people are coming around. So hey. There's a lot of niggas like that. No, exactly. It's not. It's not a lot of niggas. No one's not a lot of niggas because everybody can't do it. It's not niggas they play everybody. That's why I want the willpower to do that. That's why I want to Let him get it off. Let him get it off. But it is possible, though. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because at the end of the day, everybody got something that they do great that it ain't a lot of other people that can do. Exactly. And it just come down to wherever your focus is or wherever your discipline is going to be. Some people is going to be like breaking ice bricks like on a karate kid. Other niggas is gonna be Bernard Breatharian. Other niggas is gonna be some other shit. You know what I mean? So, What's wrong I think every day is people out there that are, that are like I look at like life, like X Men. You know what I mean? All of us got superpowers. What's your superpower, you know what I mean? Noah? Talking shit. <laughs> I know how to talk this shit. That's why I superpower. I know how to communicate like a motherfucker. You know what what y'all I mean? think is Dewan's memory or his ability to talk? That shit kind of go hand in hand. It's the muscle memory in his tongue. You're a grown ass man. You're a grown ass man. No, the nigga ain't got no muscles. Gave me muscle memory. Damn, bro. That's fat memory. That's how button cut off that nigga circulation, nigga. Set the chat off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's how. Uh, no, I don't know, bro. We don't. Come on, frisbee. That nigga loses his mind about throwing frisbee. Texas homeboys like bitch, what you doing? Uh, <laughs> he got a lot of gay. Yeah. How's that gay, my nigga? If you touch your homeboys like that, nigga, that's just what you do. I guarantee. You, I, by, by the time I was twelve, I hit more pussy than you've hit right now. I have more pussy. <laughs> I I, bro, bro, I, 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 you bro, got five clear, pussies clear. on your resume, bro. And you Probably with your nose, yeah, nigga. But look, check this out. I have more pussies. Let's pussy talk about them hips. Look, check this out. Hey, Craig. How many pussies have you been in? Hey, look, I have more pussies. Check this out. How many pussies have you been in? Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. First of all, this show can't count past 13. This nigga look like a gay Tupac, my nigga. That nigga got a song called Picture is Swollen. 
Picture me swollen. <laughs> Picture me swollen. That's some funny shit. Picture me swollen. That was really good. <laughs> I'm gonna do this quick ad, man. Hey, check out Coinbase.com, you guys. Coinbase. Do you identify as crypto curious? If you thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but felt a little overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning how to buy and sell simple. Cryptocurrency might feel like a secret or be ex uh, an exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door. Whether you've been trading for years or you're just getting started, Coinbase can help you. Go to Coinbase.com. If you've been following crypto, the cryptocurrency craze, now's the time to get started, get involved. Coinbase makes it quick and easy for you to own your own portfolio and learn how to trade like a pro. If you've been looking to level up your financial portfolio, it's always good to diversify. Why not think about cryptocurrency? Backed by the world's leading investors, Coinbase, keep your, Coinbase keeps your portfolio safe, secure, while adding crypto into the mix. Coinbase offers trusted and easy-to-use platforms to sell, buy, and spend on cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the, on the market and make them accessible for everybody. They offer a portfolio management, protection, learning resources, a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your, monitor your cryptocurrency all in one place. Millions of people all over the world, over 100 different uh, countries, trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify or just get started or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. For a limited time, new users get $10 off, or $10 in Bitcoin, when you sign up today at Coinbase.com forward slash Craig. Sign up again today at Coinbase.com forward slash Craig for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's Coinbase.com forward slash Craig. God, God, God. Coinbase? Hey, man, I made a few hundred dollars on crypto last week. Yeah. The best part of it is the educational portion of it. You can really learn how to trade and really learn about these um, these markets, these decentralized markets, man. Don't be left out in the dark. Amen. A year and a half ago, we were talking about NFTs. Amen. I got a few NFTs and one on the way. Charlie just dropped the NFT. We did it. We was the first urban show talking about NFTs. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So listen, man, you can make some money, man. Just diversify, open your mind, man, and don't be stuck, man. Don't be like our parents. Remember when we, when we were kids and our parents were talking about video games? You're always playing that video game. Yeah. You can't make no money on video. Shit. Remember all that yeah. shit? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, got, I got money invested in Roblox now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you don't pay attention, I hate Roblox too. But the kids keep playing. It, yeah, so you I said get a speaking shit. spell. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Yeah. You watching my show, nigga? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I'm making money off your whole ass. On the zero whole ass. <laughs> niggas, what the fuck wrong with you, nigga? This is motherfuckers' time to shine. Hey. That, that one good joke they say in the chat room is going to last a long time. Hey, remember two weeks ago when I got Craig with that joke? No, we don't, <laughs> nigga. We're talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy motherfuckers. All right, uh, what was we saying? That was a good one. Picture me swollen. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't landed, nigga. I invented that style of roasting. You know that, right? I, I don't. I yeah, don't nigga, that's my. That's my nigga, shit. I'm just saying, my nigga. I'm not hey. saying you took that joke from me. <laughs> I'm saying the whole story. That's my shit. I used to do that shit. I was gonna say, well, that's what that's what Joe Super Craig Superpower is jokes. Yeah. Last night we in front of the the, the the bar and everything, and some chick come walking out. She is beautiful, and she was in all orange. And he said, you looking like a sexy inmate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Hell yeah. yeah. She, looked, she had that serious look on her face and she had to bust and start laughing. Like, no, I ain't mad. Somebody, I, I like, ain't mad. Somebody tell me, I ain't mad, nigga. Mad. Give a nigga his props. Look, Craig, you know Anytime I'm, you hear a motherfucking saying side bitch, that's Corey Holcomb shit. Mm-hmm. It's certain shit that niggas that you make as an artist, as an entertainer. It's like when I watch Ali, if you know boxing, you know, okay, Ali, that's Sugar Shane, that's Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh That don't make Ali less of a motherfucker, but certain motherfuckers create styles and other niggas have the opportunity to master. You see that James Brown all throughout Michael Jackson and Prince. People these days be like, why you hate no Prince? No, he's just... But the people who create <laughs> styles, the reason that they're sticklers is because there's a lot of failure that goes into creating something Hell new. Yeah. So niggas will jump on something and piggyback it, and that's cool, but just always remember where it comes from. Oh, because it's gonna make you better at it than the next nigga if you respect the history of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real talk. What you got for us, Ty? All right. Um Mark is smart, man. He wins in NBA defensive player of the year. You know, saying he the first guard to win since uh, Gary Payton, 95-96 season. So give it up for Marcus Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. defensively, man. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. They don't like giving that award to guards. Um, yeah. What was, uh, what's the name? Let's do that, that Kobe said was the hardest person. To, uh, uh, Allen. He, uh, Tony Allen. Tony yeah. Allen. Was it four? He won the guard. He was a guard. guard. Did like, he win? It? Did he make no. first team All NBA, or did he win? Did he win Player of the Year? Oh, he never got the deep. Oh, okay. he, got he won. He won. He won Defensive Player of okay. the Year. Like, yeah, the, the, they don't like giving that award to to guards. He, he you know, that's that like a big ball. person award, but it's, it's good. So he, you should he have all the motherfuckers. Yeah. If it's a big person, you should have 91 MVP. DeWine went to a buffet, showed up, and showed out. No, that's dope, man. Yeah, he, and he's saying that, um, you know, um, he know they like to give it to big men. He, he acknowledged that, Rudy Gobert and all that. But he said it's, they're protecting the rim. And as a guard, you got to protect the three. You got to protect mm-hmm. the, all kind of different things going on. So he's saying it's a lot it's harder true. to guard. And to in today's NBA player, the, the shiftiness these guards got today, right. the, the dribbles they got today, they people say I play defense. You can't defend what Kyrie do. Right. No. You know what I mean? So for him to be able to stand in front of that, and right. you know what I mean? That's salute to him. And I fuck the Celtics, but you know, salute to Marcus Smart. Him and, and PJ Tucker, they they special. On yeah. the defensive end, like right. to be, a, they can guard one to five. Like, yeah. I don't, you don't, ain't nobody out there that can do shit like defense that. Defense is all effort. Yeah, all effort. You just gotta really want it. Yeah. yeah, I might hate him, but Patrick Beverly, man, that nigga, that that nigga, yeah, defense, I don't bro. Yeah. 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 Defense is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You get people can talk nerves, shit, but if he's right. on your team, you want you yeah. you want them to go your squad. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick Beverly is dope, man. I'd have gave him the blues though. Patrick Beverly, I gave him the blues. 
You know if yeah. he would have locked you up? Nah, you crazy. He'd have locked your shit up, bro. Beverly, you crazy. Patrick Beverly, I'm so down. tired of you niggas bowing down to these professional athletes like they not men. Fuck Patrick Beverly. Yeah. You get some points. No, nigga. You get a couple points, but I mean, he's locking you, you up. A couple, nigga. You crazy? How nigga. many you gonna get? I'm beating that nigga. Oh, it's okay. So uh, if, they, uh, if they had a game, if they had a game right now, I'm talking about right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, uh, hey, this is dope. Yeah. Craig serving up NBA niggas. This nigga can knock out. But I have. He gonna knock out Mike Tyson. He gonna knock out Mike Tyson. I have served up NBA players. Casey Jacobson. Oh, he called first round name. pick fifty. I gave him the BI. Okay. Who else? Who else? Give us somebody else. Mike Bibby. Baby, okay, okay. Nigga, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I done play against pros, nigga. Drop names on them. Nigga, I can name more niggas, nigga. Let's do it. Let's hear one more. One more. Julius Barnes. Who? And just so you niggas know for real, I beat Mike up, man. This ain't no. <laughs> yeah. We got the boxing dude here. Yeah, he said he'll beat he Mike. He'll, he'll, he'll not he'll the win. Dog no, shit, he'll beat the shit out of Mike Tyson. <laughs> Tell him what kind of shot he got to beat. Hey, come on, and set it up. And set it up. Zero. We got a shot with Tyson right now. I just seen Tyson three weeks ago. Listen, you gotta be able to go three rounds. No, no, Mike ain't gonna last three rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? See? I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's here. I'm he's he's delirious. Man, that aggression is different, man. I'm it's telling different. you. Hey, yo, just because you, you look like the uh, buff nigga off a deep cover, my nigga, <laughs> that don't mean you whooping Mike ass. Nah, Mike Tyson. Nah. Watch your movies looking for the buff niggas. Every cop movie. You remember the nigga with the ponytail that was up there clapping shit with the bitch? Oh. Uh, How do you remember like so, the, the so, most hey, so with deep coming off we had homework to do. I think we were eating his homework. <laughs> At parties, you ask your niggas, let me make your plate. Uh, <laughs> and when they throw it in the garbage, you knock over the garbage. Show <laughs> <laughs> in the garbage again. Fuck! Show in the garbage. Hey, you for real? What? Man, your shirt belong in a vase. <laughs> Flower certain still stink. The problem is, show you misunderstanding the funk. The funk coming from your upper lip and oh, your shit. your your venomous saliva. That's where the funk always is at. So everybody fresh over here. Run that nine route. <laughs> Go long. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's 
some funny <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> that nigga said that shit. That shit was sitting in the window, The flowers are scratch and sniff. I don't even want to know. What else you got for us, Ty? Oh, man. Um, Boogie Cousins, man. I found this to be interesting. Boogie Cousins, man. Real quick, you ain't got no liquor uh, uh, loose for us right now? Well, you know, that's oh, going my on. Bad, my, bad, my, bad, my bad, my bad. DJ Augustine and everything? Uh, all of them. Nothing? All of them. Everybody is <laughs> at home. Wow. It's over, yeah. Oh, Next oh, year. Oh, it's okay. the playoffs. It's the playoffs. Oh, okay. And we weren't invited oh, okay. to the play-in or the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Go ahead. Boogie, Okay, yeah. Boogie Cousins, man. He said... um. The king, he did more for the kings than the kings did for him. That's right. Even though he got drafted by the kings. You think that that's, yeah. that's correct? Everybody want a Boogie Cousins. Look, before that, before that, the knee injuries, Boogie was the coldest motherfucking center in the league. Okay. You know what I mean? Pick and pop, pick and roll, footwork on the post, both sides, both blocks, finish over both shoulders. That motherfucker mm -hmm. was it. The kings suck. Outside of the couple of years Chris Webber was there, they ain't being shit. Yeah, but okay, did he bring him a, a championship? No, what did they give him? Uh, they drafted him and gave him millions of dollars. If they didn't draft him somebody. No, 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 no. That's, the, that's, that's the white folks. Say. They didn't give him shit. Well, they paid him. No, no, they They didn't give him shit. And whatever, when you get drafted by the NBA, wherever slot you're drafted, there's a designated salary for that. Okay, well, they gave so him that salary. Then, so whoever drafted him in that position would have given him the same salary. I'm sure he would have been much happier had the king at the come Pelican? after him and they went to a better team. They didn't surround him with what he needed. Right. Okay, so when he so played for the Pelicans and all of that, he <laughs> played for the Pelicans too. When the Pelicans, then they went to the playoffs that, that year when Rondo was a point guard and everything like that. He he, he made let the Pelicans in their best year. Yeah, wasn't Zebo there too? In, in sack when he went there? Zebo. What? Him and uh, Tyree when they when they grab when they grab Boogie wasn't Zebo still up there? No, Zebo was in Memphis at the time. Okay, but he I'm just saying nobody's done more for the Kings for me except for Chris Webber and Doug Christie. When Doug, when Doug Christie socked uh, <laughs> Rick Fox in the chin, uh, that's yeah. when they became the best player a in their threat. franchise history is Mitch Richmond. It's Mitch Richmond, for sure. Well, hold on. Mitch was so fucking cold. Yeah. Mitch Richmond. Exactly. Yeah. Why did the Lakers make them relevant? No, they didn't get that. Like, no, 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 the Lakers stopped them from being champions. They won for the Lakers to champions. It was the air ball. I'm a Kobe fan. Okay. It was the air ball. So y'all could be standing wide open three point in the corner with Daryl too with 47 seconds left in the air ball that hoe. The chat is saying white chocolate. We can't forget about him though. Yeah, he was cool. When he came out though, white chocolate, Jason Williams. But he changed the game though. To be, he changed the game though. Like you know what I'm saying? When he came in, 
Now change the game. No, I'm talking about the white point guard. You feel what I'm saying? When no, he came in, it was in a bunch like of that, white point guards. Doing shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> there was no point guard. None, none of them were doing shit like that. Yeah, none of them were doing shit like that. Pistol P. They was doing shit like that. How long was the distance between Pistol P and Jason Wood? None of us saw Pistol P play. Let's knock it off. None of us saw it. Pistol P the elbow pass wasn't dope. Nobody saw that. It was dope, but now he was also in the same era as Iris and I know. I'm talking about Pistol P. Yeah, Pistol yeah. P. Pistol P is who Magic Johnson got his whole shebang from. But here it is, all right. His whole style of play. Go ahead. We talking about players. Look, the players. It's all about if you work for somebody and you do your job. He put up good, the good numbers when they were there. They didn't win much, but he, he produced the best he could do. Mm-hmm. You don't owe the person paying you shit. It's an exchange, no. it's an exchange for labor. It's a, it's a so we don't owe the Sacramento King shit. And I'm tired of people going around acting like just because a black person makes a lot of money. He owes the person no, that they gave him a lot of money. No, no, they owe him more money because he. I guarantee them to you, they they have more ticket sales because they drafted Boogie Cousins out of Kentucky, and he didn't he didn't get a bon- he didn't get a bonus in his contract for for for, for any of that stuff. So players own shit. Don't own the shit. Did anybody say that he, he owes more? No, they were they they're, they're basically asked that it was the talking about the Kings and some. It had something to do with like them doing something to him. He's like, no, I don't owe them shit. He said they asked him if he had any regrets, and he said, I regret going to the Sacramento Kings workout because then they drafted me, and when they drafted me, they I did more for them than they did for me. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was. I mean, that's a true statement. Yeah, because yeah, like, Brandon Roy didn't go to that Bobcats workout. They didn't take him. If you don't go to work out, they ain't gonna draft you. You shouldn't win. Man, where it was supposed to depend on depend on the player. Well, I mean, it might still draft you. That's why they got. That's why I drafted Adam Morrison over Brandon Ward because Brandon Ward didn't go to the workout. Yeah, yeah. Adam Morrison was cold too. <laughs> he was cold down there in college. In college, like yeah. there's no yeah. way I'm thinking in my head like he wasn't gonna be. You know, like I, right. I, I don't mind when I heard how how high he went. I'm like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That motherfucker was killing. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't great. expect him to be a bust. Right, right. I mean, you go. Who 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 drafts all well? He might not. No, you drag home. He's killing right now. Let's yeah, go. He killed him. in college. Yeah. He killed he killed in college. college. What you got for us, show? Oh, man, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy, the real DJ Show, the real Silver more. But, uh. <laughs> Realer than me? <laughs> Can't be realer than Davey from cop, cop and a Half, my nigga. <laughs> you know what we are talking about. So, so, run, the, run this nine route. Ohio, Ohio. Omaha, Omaha. Nah, um. When you laugh like that and turn that way, that nigga can see what's in your stomach. <laughs> Is that a frog? Is he breathing? They got a big frog in his stomach. She got checked out, sure. You look niggas in the eye and blot your chapstick. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, right, right. 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 do, do a stop do a stop and go. Stop and go this time. <laughs> Ten steps stutter? How many gay jokes you writing there? How many how many gay jokes you write? I'll be writing gay jokes. I'll just be
Oh, you guys are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so um uh Jay-Z, bro, you know, uh they said Eminem had to uh tell Jay-Z, man, I ain't performing at the Super Bowl unless 50 come. To the, I uh, fuck with it. Yeah. Roll for his partner. I can't I can't hate on that. No, that's what's weird. wrong with it, Duane? <laughs> <laughs> If y'all into the Super Bowl halftime shows, if you into, hey, let me song and dance and make put your niggas to sleep, that's cool. Mm. Well, 50 Cent? Huh? Well, 50 Cent? What about 50? You said. 50 Cent, he called Jay Z? Yeah, he called him a gay painter. Yeah, gay painter. Oh, that's why. Gay painter. Oh, yeah. He got the same hair as this guy. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with Jay Z, man. That's the wrong nigga to fuck with. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna come get you. He gonna, he's. Yeah, he'll turn you off. I would never have nothing bad to say about that nigga. 50. Duane, you'll never make it because as much as you talk about that nigga. It's a silly. It's a I may not make it to certain levels, but that's cool. I got my fuck with it. Come on, we going. <laughs> Jay Z can't stop us. I mean, he probably can, but right. fuck. Yeah. He definitely can't. It'd be oh, not, nigga. Come on, ho, I'm one of your biggest fans, nigga. But I, I ain't no ho. I gotta speak my mind on shit. It ain't personal, nigga. Niggas in power be taking shit personal, bro. Yeah, hella personal. How you gonna? I'm not talking about Jay. I'm just saying in general. Some niggas think they're too big for the jokes. Even on this level, I've had a few niggas try to put the black ball on niggas. I'm like, nigga, you're not even an elite nigga. What makes you think you can tell mother? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell people to stop fucking with somebody because they don't think the way you think. Niggas barely yeah. fucking with you. Outside of comedy, you work in the mailroom somewhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. What would make a nut? What would make a man tell somebody not to give somebody an opportunity because they don't like him? What is that? It's be emotional. Like a lot of these people, they project. Uh, to the to the world of certain image, but a lot, it, the Wizard of Oz tells you how this world works. A lot of these people who you think is the gods, the people that you think got it all, mm. these niggas is the wizard. Mm. They they got this big old projection. Green is mean, and everybody start wearing playing wearing green. Then, yeah. And then they jumping on that. You got you got to watch it. The Wizard of Oz talks about how life works, but usually the person talking the loudest with the biggest microphone, like they got the biggest influence. Yeah. They ain't shit. Yeah. And that's why these motherfuckers be having fifteen thousand divorces. Wow. That's why these motherfuckers be going around yeah. and their own kids don't like you judge a person by what their kids say about them. Yeah. Their own kids don't be fucking with them. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey. Man, this is an illusion, all that Hollywood shit. Yeah, it, it yeah. is. It really is an illusion. Because I've been around some superstar motherfuckers. I'm like, this is a good nigga. Mm. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been around Suge Knight three, four times. Mm. And when I was around him, he was a decent motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick up on no bad vibes. He was personable, respectful, cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear other I'm like, damn, it's, there's really seven billion different realities. Because mm -hmm. this is at least three more, more four motherfuckers that'll be scared if they found out I was hanging out with that nigga from time to time. Mm -hmm. That and like a lot of your top people, they, you gonna have shrewd businessmen up top. Mm -hmm. So there are people that will have a legitimate gripe with that person because they may have made a move earlier right. on in business. But that's a business thing. Outside of that, like all this shit that people, you know, we be around these motherfuckers. 
they're not what people are. Like the people that you think is the most intimidating, meanest ones have the biggest, kindest hearts. Right. And the people that, that you think is the gods, these are the most insecure ass bitches on earth. These niggas be running around here scared of Corey Hoka. Man, he is one of the most genuine Thoughtful people I've ever been around. Yeah, Corey cool. Corey cool. He take care of the niggas that fuck with him. But the general perception is so far from the truth. It's crazy. I've seen Corey offer motherfuckers rides because he didn't want to see them catch an Uber late at night. Straight up. Straight up. It's like you, Corey Holcomb. You about to? He like, man, I can't see this motherfucker out like that. But you hear other people talk about him. He the be the big bad wolf. Mm. Like, no, Mike Tyson. I was around Mike Tyson three weeks ago. This nigga really is a nerd. He really is a history buff. Mm. We was in conversation. I was in conversation with this other dude named Muhammad. And Mike was probably... I'm on this side of Muhammad and Mike was on the other side. Sure. So I started talking about Murderer's Row. Because uh -huh. I feel like there needs to be a history... There needs to be a movie on Hammer and Hank. Right. Probably the greatest boxer in the history of boxing. Mm -hmm. five, five world titles in five different weight classes. Mm -hmm. Probably throw the most, most punches per round in boxing history. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a movie on the Murderer's Row fucking tournament. And all the fire-ass fighters that fought in that tournament. Because there's right. three or four all-time great fighters that mm -hmm. fought in that tournament. And Hammer and Hank beat all of them niggas, right? Yeah. So I'm talking about this, not even tripping that Mike is on the other side of me because I'm talking to Muhammad. Muhammad is a guy that's outside of all of the events, and he paints. Yeah. Oh, I know you're talking about Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Muhammad Barak. So yeah. I'm tripping. Yeah, I hear yeah. this voice. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And it's Mike. Mike stepped in like, man, Hammer and Hank, and he just started going in on the yeah. history, and now we having an in-depth conversation about nerdy shit, about boxing history that you have to be a boxing aficionado to understand. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say it because I know all these niggas thinking it. You know what I'm saying? Did you tell Mike what I said about this? <laughs> <laughs> I know these niggas. Lucky, please. I know you know. for you. Lucky you tell me, you, did you tell him about you my said, You said that bullshit. You said that bullshit like uh, two weeks after this shit happened. Oh, okay. I'm okay. telling you, we're going to get him we're on the show. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. 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 Hell I hate to see you go. I hate to see you go. He better show show up in full armor, man, because this shit is this shit is for real, man. You know what I'm saying? You talking about boxing? That's right. Yeah, boxing. I'm talking about fighting, man. He go street You want me to box with him? I punch him around a little bit. Hold on, bro. Them is some nice cameras for HBO and all that shit. This shit we got here, these cameras we got here, go capture the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? Mike is a nigga that's anxious to die, though. You know what I mean? Like, he has that type of temper. It's really real with Mike. Yeah. Mike will fire, he don't mind losing the money. No. Mike. He really is Talk a street nigga. Listen, man. Mike, Mike would rather eat a pork chop sandwich than oh, to get the rich. Oh, shit. Let's he would beat you man. with the pork chop sandwich in his mouth. He'd be still chewing it. Put you down and sit right back down and finish his big breakfast. I, I want to meet your drug dealer, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for a show? What else you got for a Oh man, um, sad news in hip hop, man. We got we lost one of the good ones, man. DJ K Slade, bro. Uh, rest in peace, K Slade. Man, one.
one of the coolest. Uh, you never heard no bullshit on the East Coast, West Coast shit. You, you know, you always was a solid dude under let. Uh, you know other. You know other. Spit it out. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Other than other other dude. You know how DJs be in New York. No swallows. Yeah. He a grown ass man. But DJ K Slay, you you heard him on the Dipset albums. You heard. More all the underground shit, you know what I mean? I feel like he was one of the good ones, man. And I just like to say, man, rest in peace to, to a great DJ, bro. DJ K. Slate, bro. Rest in peace, K. Slate. DJ K. Slate. We appreciate your contribution to the art, man. Give it up for K. Slate, man. All right, job well done, my brother. He was young too. Yeah, 55. Yeah, 54, 54. They say complications from COVID. He's been fighting COVID for three months, but, you know, that COVID is designed to take out people who have respiratory problems. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's not COVID. That's, <laughs> that's, that's respiratory problems. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, guys. <laughs> what you got for us, Blaze? So, uh,. Tashina Arnold on the fire, man, man. Uh, yeah, Pam, man. Chris from from, from oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought of you. I actually thought yeah. about you when I saw this. What she yeah. do? Yeah. So, so she posed a, she posed a question on her Twitter account. She said, "How can black women stop the emasculation of black men in America?" Help stop. Right. Yeah. Help stop. <clears throat> right. And uh, that wing stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help stop is when the wild come in and help you finish your food. You eat the mother wings. That's wings stop black. Wings stop black. Audition for cutting me bad after the show. Yeah, man. Ooh, I can't deny, Ooh. baby. I want to love you down. <laughs> you, uh, I, I go, uh, you are so fly. You are so fly. Sonny or Otto. Sonny knew all yeah. the background information. <laughs> Otto was feeling that shit. <laughs> 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 that is a good story. But, yeah, but, but you saw when she put out that tweet. Uh-huh. Like, uh, when she put out that tweet, uh, bison-shaped woman Twitter got hella mad. Right? Yeah. Like, like, because, like, the, the, our reply in the shade room took my reply and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and wow. I've been getting tweeted nonstop for the last week ever since. Wow. What did you say? Right. What did you say? What I, what I said was, 
I said, I said, I could tell the only people mad were bitter bras. Yeah. Only the bitter bras were mad. Not, not women weren't mad. Right. Bitter bras were mad. Yeah, that's right. a lot of. Y'all ain't got no nachos in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I feel you, bro. Cause <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Bad. I did. I got some laughs. Right. Come cool, on, you gonna say something more important? No, I see. <laughs> my see. thing was how many people didn't even. It was just a question she asked, but all the responses came back like, "Well, what they doing for us?" You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It, was, it was nobody answering the question. That was it was the thing, everybody. Got offended because yeah. she was saying basically she wasn't saying women are emasculating right. men. She was saying because well, we know the system is what's trying to do it. Right. Basically, what can women do to basically stop right. aiding the system? Right. And she talking right. about women too because they use our women as a part oh, of They use black women as the number one weapon against a black right. man. And, oh, that's, yeah. and that's what she was addressing. She like yeah. okay, what 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 role? Because she know. So first of all, she knows the role women play, but she was asking as a rhetorical question right. just to facilitate conversation. And basically what I said, they can help by stopping a lot of this, uh, like, women got to understand that that bullshit-ass black girl magic was created to create a schism in the home between right. boys and girls. Right. Because adults know the difference, but an eight-year-old don't know right. why my why my sister's more important than me. Right. A seven-year-old don't know, and then right. when he sees mommy reinforcing that stuff, it's causing division in the home. And and and, and bison woman shaped Twitter just been Man. on it since then. So it's look, I got on. a I, I got a quote from one of the uh, one of the bison women you're talking about, and it says, "We as black women are not responsible for the image that black men have created for themselves." <laughs> she further goes on to say, "I wish people would stop placing this responsibility you on us." You fucking dummy! Do you think black men have the power to control imagery in the media? You mm. fucking retard! Right. You think we have the power to do that? Right. You think we have? We, you think we control the L.A. Times, Channel Seven, HBO, uh, TNT? Right? We don't control the narrative on us. Right. White right. I, I like how she said. Arrested Development should be the greatest group of all time. Nigga, Sounds of Blackness should be. They should have right. showed a billion records, right. but why didn't they? Because right. we don't control the narrative. We don't control what we consume. We just are consumers. Yeah. yeah, and on top of that, like, look, we we talk about we don't they don't want to hold responsibility. Right. R. Kelly's audience was ninety percent women. Niggas didn't listen to that shit unless we try to get a bitch in the car. Right. Melinda said no, but black women do. I'm not talking to all black women, but a lot of black women fall into the narrative trap because a lot of times, not just black women, but lost black men accept value from the oppressor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can you ever progress and put yourself in a position of power when what is valuable to you is given to you by your oppressor? You buy their watches, their cars, their jewelry. You date men who have more of their things. And that's what's that's what's like wow. that where you where you see uh, um um Go ahead, no quality. Hat. That's yeah. it, you judge yeah. me based on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how you feel. Like, all right, well, if you, you, you got a nice car, you got a nice place. Okay, yeah, I feel you. I feel, I see you feel what I'm saying? So if we can we, look, you guys are the key to the struggle. If we had a safe place to hide when we go to war, we would be in a lot better position. But the way yeah. shit is now, most of you bitches is gonna turn us in. And you ain't gonna air fight a, a real nigga and hide him in the attic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but hey, you go. Well, you gonna take the nigga in, call the police, and be like, "He's up there." <laughs> this is what we dealing with with most of y'all. Not all of y'all. I love y'all, but I'm telling you, the sisters who are up on it, 
Y'all need to get on these ain't shit bitches' heads. Because you're letting them run around here calling themselves bad bitches and thinking they better than you and us, and they not. They need to be put in line. Yeah, but, but, hey, but you know that this, this one thing that's really uncomfortable to say, but a lot of them, again, it's not all, but a lot have become really comfortable being middle management over us for the oppressor. Uh, good point. So it's one of those, yeah, so it's one of those things, and then, you know, once you have a certain amount of power or influence or whatever it is over something that even might be detrimental to you overall, if you're getting the benefit from that power, you're not really trying to give it What's up. What's that show, Fresh and Fit? Fresh and yeah, Fit? Yeah, yeah. You got a, bu a, a bunch of bad visual, visual, pretty women visually, but ain't shit upstairs, right. surrounded by, a, uh, and, a, and they Bozo. around a bunch of whole ass niggas. Right. Right. Hey, that's a great time. But you know, you're right, it's, two, it's two points we gotta make when it comes to the whole women's movement. First of all, it would, it would be different if the women's movement was created within the black, by black women, for black women. That's why I'm talking white liberals. You got separate but it was glorious time. It was a white woman that was coming into black neighborhoods, coming coming to black women. And we find out a lot of those books written in the 70s about uh, feminism was written by the actual CIA with a woman's picture on the front. Right. right. So it was so something that wasn't even brought to us right. from us. It was brought to us by our entity. Right. Second right. of all, when I, told, when I was talking to some of the ladies on there, I was like, look, Y'all talk all this stuff about patriarchy in the black community. Well, since the 70s, since the 80s, the black community's been very matriarchal. Mm -hmm. All the resources went to women when it came to all the government resources. Right. They get the jobs of the DMV, the state, the city, the county. The men, if you're not a security guard or mailman, you better own your own business. But what about the most you know, important job that they had? They talking all they this shit about us. In there. They they are the, the reason we are who we. Are. They no, raised all let, these, let me, all these men who ain't the shit. The problem is this. The, 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 point I'm, the point I'm trying to make is this: the women, for the most part, in the black communities from the '80s through about through now, they've had the, the majority control. They're the ones who majority fostered the children. So the children's first teacher is the mother. Right. So if the end result is these ain't shit dudes, right. then what about all that? Where, where were they raised? Mm -hmm. And you can. And I don't want to hear well, well, the father wasn't there. You knew he wasn't shit before you got your legs. Right. Mm -hmm. So you you know you got your and again it's ain't to Some people some people do make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Shit does happen. I'm talking about the other eighty percent of y'all. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, and y'all. You know what I mean? So you gotta have some kind of responsibility. Right. And, and black women, you, you are letting ain't shit liberal white women That's steal what, what belongs to you. Right. And commandeer every movement. Uh, the every fucking movement, and you side mm -hmm. with them because they uh, have vaginas. Right. <laughs> right. It all started with the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started with the funky ass Beatles. <laughs> I hear this. I hear this. What's the nigga name who married the Japanese woman from the Beatles? Oh, John, Lennon. John, John, Lennon. John Lennon made a song called Woman is the Nigger of the World and y'all let him slide. Have you heard that song? Uh -huh. It's called Woman is the Nigger of the World. This is the hook. Woman is the nigger of the world. Think about it. Just think about it. If you think I'm bullshitting, look, look it up. YouTube it. The Beatles. The Beatles. Fuck the Beatles. A lot of it was his wife, though. A lot of it was Yoko influencing him. If he, if he sang the song, it's on him. Right. Please look up, hey, fans, look up on YouTube. Woman is the nigger of the world. Man, fuck the They've been working, black women. As a staff. They've been, so, hold on. They've been socializing you guys through education for the last 50 years. Education is the line in the sand 
between us and you that they've created because they have attached a status to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and if go ahead. And like what Dr. John Henry Clark said. John Henry Clark said that college teaches you how to think like a liberal white woman. And that's true. <laughs> we've had this right. we've had this big old influx of people going we, we were talking about school days earlier. Mm-hmm. How school days and and and, uh, and, and the other movie that will Cosby, the show Cosby, mm-hmm. you know, different world. Different world. Different mm-hmm. world. If you grew up in the early 90s, late 80s, you had to go to college because that was a social engineering. Mm-hmm. But we got to college, and college taught you how to think like a liberal white woman. It taught you to be liberal. They taught you to, you know, that you know, intersectionality is, is the same as racism. And, they, and, 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 we, and we see it, the effects on it now. You got all these black people doing cartwheels over Katanji Jackson Brown. When the chick y'all was just doing cartwheels over Kamala Harris turned Asian once she became the goddamn vice president. She'd have been like one year after the next, and these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. are still blinded because they had this bullshit ass college education that didn't teach them shit. Right. You know what I mean? But to become an enemy to their husband, an enemy to their son. And and they also taught us you gotta be black and Democrat. You know what I mean? Like Condoleezza Rice prior to her. Why didn't why didn't y'all twerk and dance and she's yeah. she's the epitome of black women as well, yeah, holding yeah. that similar she, position. She, she's the what? The what? Oh, epitome. Epitome. No. What was it called? Okay, okay, okay. And and then here's the catch. They have women that actually marry Cheat, spilling that narrative. Cardi B's married. Beyonce's married. You know what I mean? So they spilling this stuff out, but they're not living the lifestyle in which which they believe that they're projecting. Married women are telling you to twerk in the middle of the street and go to Miami and get fucked by seven men. Right. right. You get what I They go home to a husband. Beyonce's been with one man since she was 19. Yeah. yeah. You know, he made, he made all my yeah. 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 You know what's crazy about that? You're right about that. These people are married. And it's like that. The, it's like with black people. Whenever we get on something, we get passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Like the white women have been leading everybody in that direction, but you don't see white women, Latinos, nobody else drawing a schism between man and woman. Mm-hmm. They don't. It, it, there's there's no white girl magic. Mm-hmm. Well, the European, the European, the European Latino. They have, no, hold on. The European eyes. about the Spanish The European eyes. The European eyes. Person of every culture. Is taking the men of their culture through the same shit. Oh yeah, definitely. In the la- don't think that it's just all cool. I got a lot of Mexican homies, and they broads is just as out of pocket. Mm. I promise you, they are. So it ain't. It ain't. I don't want to speak. I probably should say Europeanized, Americanized women, but I deal with black women mostly. So I'm always gonna be speaking to that audience because that's my audience. But no, it's happening. It's happening. It's, yeah, they, they say the greatest trick devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist, right? You look like the devil in all that red. Yeah. <laughs> 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 From South Park? <laughs> <laughs> you still got Skittles stuck to your bed sheets, nigga. <laughs> Yo, but could it be that that uh, they're being maybe wooed to look the other way and they don't even see that we're being emasculated like that? You feel what I'm saying? Meaning, like the women that are coming to the defense saying it looked the other way and all this kind of stuff, like you know, move, changing the question, moving the field goal. Right. You think that they don't see it? No, no, they, don't. no they don't. They don't they see can't. it because most of the ones running their mouth like that are the ones that are hurt. They never deal with their pain. 
You can't see the world from inside of it, bro. Right, right. And that's right. the problem. They don't want to step outside the comforts of the world that they've been given. It's too comfortable. I can Let get me. my nails done. Right. I got a nice Lexus. <laughs> I got a cool job. I have a nice apartment. <laughs> this is the world yeah. that I live in. Yeah. Yeah. As a female. As a woman. Yeah. But if you you can't really see what's wrong with it until you can look at it from the outside. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to be an extraterrestrial to your world to see what this planet is really about. Right. Would you land here if you could see it from the outside? You probably uh, wouldn't. Right, right. You know let, what I'm let, saying? Let me read one more response, man, because this, this shit is general. A, Let me read one more response, man, because this has been crazy. So, another woman, what you call them, Bison? Uh, <laughs> the Bison Bro. The Bison Bro. You can tell it's just Bison Bill, bro. But this woman says, uh, you can start by taking back this insulting unequivocally asinine question that is completely devoid of any actual historical context to back it up. Added another commenter. Trying to show he can read the article. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That's how niggas say before. That's how niggas say thank you or, or they yeah, like saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, those that crazy yeah. ass jacket you wear. They say thank you because you know they admire that. I was cracking jokes when it came to it because it's something because most women, here's the thing about it, most women don't think like that, but for long, too, for too long, mm-hmm. the black women with their head on straight is just being quiet mm-hmm. while these angry, bitter ones run their mouth all the time. And usually the black women with their head on straight, they see they're angry and they're bitter. They're just like, man, that bitch is crazy. Yeah. And they go back about their work. What I am seeing, though, over the last few years is black women with their head on straight, Devon. they started to really talk more and really vocalize more and talk more about them kind of chicks. Let me finish the quote. <laughs> you, you still read, this nigga read like nigga at the dinner table mad. You still praying? God damn yeah, because history has shown time and time and again that black women have been the ones protecting black men and what do they do for us? That's really what I wanted you to hear too, because I wanted you to respond to that. That she said, you what? know, yeah. <laughs> because history has shown time again that black women have been the ones protecting black men, and what do they do for us? What history? Right. I, I, what if black women have been the ones protecting black men, and what do they do for us? Yeah, that only one. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some tree talk. Let's get into some oh, tree talk. Shit. Y'all already know what tomorrow is. If y'all are part of cannabis culture. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Sunny Sister. Y'all getting your nails done. Tomorrow's 420. You know what I mean? So I don't know if y'all gonna celebrate. I'm definitely gonna Every celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But every day is 420. Every day is 420, pretty I'm much. What does it mean? A lot, and that's where I'm going. A lot of people want to know where does 420, where does 420 start from? You know what I mean? Um, of course, we know that that's Hitler's birthday. Hitler was born on, on 420, but that's not exactly where the date came from. The date came from because there was a bunch of guys, I think they called themselves the Waldens. Every day after school, they would meet up at 420 because they were athletes. They would meet up at 420 to smoke weed and go search for cannabis plants around the area. I guess there was a bunch there. Um, so 
what happened was every day they remind themselves walking around school saying don't forget y'all 420 420 420 so it started to spread he ended up telling one of his cousins who was uh the grateful dead he was a band member of the grateful dead who did a concert and created the day 420 yeah, so when april 20th came the the police it was a, a record of uh hundreds of police calls of people walking around smoking uh doing marijuana in the streets and all that kind of stuff so they just continued to do it every year so now here we are at 420 was they black? <laughs> nah, they weren't black. Oh, white dudes. Yeah. Yep. So. Rest in peace, Luther. Yeah. Rest in peace. When we get back from break, I got we got one of our favorite guests, man, my boy Fred. We're gonna talk his new film. What's the name of the new film? Checks and balances. Checks and balances, man. We about to go into some details, man. <laughs> Stay tuned. More Craig Facts. God, God, God. Yeah, I got the other one already rolled. I never, oh yeah, that's right. I never, uh, is that your phone? Fuck is the That's why he's obsessed with peanuts. Yeah, that's why he sound like that. He talked about peanuts. What happened with the peanuts? What? He was acting like that. This ain't true. We're back. Welcome back to Craig Facts. All right, all right, all right, man. We got a special guest, man. Want y'all to give it up for Fred from Barbershop Talks, man. What's going on, Fred? What's up, Fred? What's up, Fred? What up, Kyle? Right, right. right. I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to <laughs> you didn't hang out with nobody your age growing up for a while. Huh? <laughs> I did. We just listened to different music. I knew you used to be at the Elks Lodge playing. <laughs> at the VFW, man. The nigga 14. I'm not going to take that. I'll take that shit from y'all. I ain't taking that from the nigga that called me asking about making an album with dogs barking. The nigga really called me. I'm thinking about doing an album with just dogs barking. Just dog barks. Bye. It's been done. There's a Christmas album out there with all dog barks. Get that car like at 8 o'clock in the afternoon. How was the Lakers? I was in a truck, nigga, bored as a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. In the middle of this country, yeah. by myself in a diesel, uh -huh. just going through YouTube and found a dog bark Christmas album with 4 million views on Jingle Bells. Wow. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> you ain't got to pay the animals. Oh, I mean, talk about that last That's the greatest hustle of all time. Yeah, animals. But Dozy, I'm like on my third blunt watching the Lakers. And I'm already high thinking, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is he on? Like, right? yeah, yeah. Fuck with I me. want whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Hey, that's just thought, nigga. Yeah, that's thought. So, Fred, what we working on, big bro? Talk to us. Man, I got a new film called Checks and Balances, man. First, I want to say thank y'all for inviting me on. I always call it the best podcast ever, man. Oh, man. Yeah, thank man. You, no, yeah, big fact. And I got a podcast. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that y'all come here Tuesdays and Thursdays and uh, add comedy to Spilling Truth, it's, it's, it's essential. You know what I mean? And uh, I want to say thank you. I'm forever grateful, for, for sure, for sure. You we know? appreciate you. So, thank you. And, and uh, Checks and Balances is a film that needed to be done uh people say what they gonna do 
uh, about, man, if, if I could kill George Zimmerman, if I could kill that cop that did that to Tamir Rice. Well, we finally got a husband and wife that do. Oh, wow. And, and uh, it's... Uh, it's a story that your grandfather need to watch, your great-grandfather if he's alive, and if your sons and daughters are available, they need to watch it as well because they literally rewrite history in real time. And uh, it's not your poor, righteous teachers where they poor. It's, it's literally our contemporaries, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, who are both doctors. They believe that who graduated from Howard met in front of the Apollo in Harlem made a pack oh, with one really black yeah 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 they played Frankie Beverly at the wedding yeah oh fact oh fact oh fact working on their booze and lawns yeah 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 living a pyramid no yeah their favorite song is we are one and and they and they simply just uh uh make a pact to right the wrongs in the black community and uh, all the conversations in the barbershop the many conversations y'all done had in real time they actually make it happen and i i, I think we should be done with black men in dresses. I think we should be done with yeah. uh, black men kissing white men on screen. I, 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 I think it's time for black men to be men. Black men are born leaders, you know, and, and they have a graceful woman by their side, you know, and that has 100% trust in them and no fear. Talk about it. And, yeah. and, and Checks and Balances will be the film. It is the film of the year because yeah. every film you watch in Hollywood, you're going to have a gay, a gay black man in a dress. <laughs> That's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, yeah, May boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We don't yeah. agree with that, D-Way. That ain't. Yeah. You need, yeah. to, you need uh-huh. to tell Gabrielle to shut her goofy ass up and sit down. Yeah, sit down. That, sit ain't, down. No, that ain't no man. That niggas. That ain't. That ain't what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that, Craig. We're not supporting yeah, that. Yeah, because like I'm gonna get this show. We the uncles of the black community, you uh-huh. know what I mean? When yeah. it comes to right. the, the real ones, not the ones right. that they approve. Right. And we here to say that shit don't fly because at the end of the day, the motherfucker 13, they got other shit to be learning about. Right. Any kind of sexuality right. for a 13 You don't see Gabrielle sick. doing that with her motherfucking child. Right. <laughs> yeah. She got your son out here looking like a straight uh-huh. buffoon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she got him looking. I mean, what are you doing, bro? You let this nigga kiss a young white boy at 13 years old on camera, and you're putting it all over the internet, and you want regular black men. I know your daddy is like, what the fuck is going on, son? You gotta be. Right. Gotta be like when we was kids, like at that age, kissing girls was some shit that you did like in, in secret. Like that was part of the fun. You had to right. sneak that shit. The I parents wouldn't go. be like, "Hey, go tongue kiss your little girlfriend over there." Right? Yeah, that, that would be fun. Happen. Yeah, it right. would be fun. Right. 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 Right Child pornography on some sexual level, misconduct, you know what I mean? child yeah. pornography. You, you, you are, know what I mean? Like, Gabrielle, thirteen-year-old kissing. That's And then it makes you believe that they got a producer in their life, right? Because yeah. if a if a black child is kissing a white man, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you talking. You talking? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, and, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I think it's important that we, we need to know that that was engineered. It is that didn't happen by accident. Gabrielle Ewan has a manager. Dwayne Wade is emasculated. She makes all the decisions, yeah. and, and 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 now we have a 13-year-old 
girl that was a man, a sex change man, kisses a white child. That's literally it's sex change. Yeah, it's going. It's 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 uh, uh, it's horrible. It's it, and it's going to be systemic. If right. if, if you say that, I'm sorry. It'd be different if it was just like it just happened. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like the fact that we know about it. Like, yes, we don't live nowhere around them. Uh-huh. So it's yeah, like, right. why, why on earth? Is this publicized this heavily? Mm-hmm. They're not adults. And I'm like, damn, because you know, uh, Dwayne Wade, you know, he got full custody over his son, of course, but you know, they was going through that uh, that legal battle. So I'm like, damn, I wonder what the mama was thinking. Like, yeah. was she aware of this shit? Like, that how he was? Like, Dwayne Wade had the money and the media to get things on his side. You yeah. know? So yeah. we know her as crazy because what right. they told us, but do we really know? Right. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, and we so, really know. She uh, so it's like <laughs> she crazy. If this is how, if this is how, if this is how the kid is turning out, that means he, he, is he any better? No. Because he, at the end of the day, like when it comes to this, children and people behave off reward and consequences. That's just human nature. Whatever the rewards are, people do more of. Right. Whatever the consequences are, to uh, people do more of. My sister's a teacher, mm. and she's talking about the level of depression and suicide that she's dealing with since the coronavirus has been over with. Mm. Is at all time levels where she ha- almost hates teaching now. She I, was, teaching. I was watching Mike Tyson's podcast the other day. He had Big U on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big U does a lot of good work in the community. Mm-hmm. And he was saying on Mike Tyson's podcast that he be helping kids that are suicidal. He said recently he had a six year old talking about he want to end it all. Wow. Yeah. A six year old. Wow. That's because these babies need our guidance. No uh, things like this. When you like, maybe for said, when you confuse people sexual, uh, when you confuse people sexually, you confuse them on anything else because that's such base level human nature. Right, right. Boys have to be taught how to be men. Girls have to be taught how to be women. These things have to be input in children. Yeah. And the fact that they're not getting <clears throat> that, these suicide levels, Man. this depression in children, mm-hmm. that's six. a reflection of it. Are people gonna pay attention? Six. So how do you push on them, Duan, If they already like that, they already like that, and your parents already stuff like that. Because I see them on the ground level a lot. I'm seeing. I don't them. care if you're gay. That's your business. If you're my child, but right. you don't get the option to do that openly, no. straight or gay, until yeah, you're grown. Yeah. Right. And if you're two percent, if you're two percent of the population, you don't get to be eighty percent of the representation. Right. I mean, right. everything you watch is black has some some kind of whoopty wham. Booty, booty busting activities going on. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know what I mean? Y'all 2% of the population? Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like, in, a lot of times we don't, kids 8, 9, 10 years old, or going back to rewards and consequences, oftentimes they don't know what they want. They want to do what's going to get them rewarded. Mm-hmm. And every time they look on TV, they see a boy put on a dress as a reward, but if a boy socks somebody out for disrespecting them, there's consequence. Yeah. So what, in the mind of an 8 year old, I'm going to go to it as a reward. Right. And you combine that with these people getting broken up and they were raising these broken homes where well, a lot of moms treat their boys like their boyfriend. Right. This shit's happening in our community. We ain't talking about this shit. Right. D-Way, you're not looking good out here. I'm letting you know. If anybody <coughs> knows him personally, your peer group, we're your peer group. Mm. I graduated 2000, you graduated 2000. This room is a room full of uh, black men that are your age, bro. Mm. And you're looking like an idiot to us. Straight up. You're not looking like, uh, you're not looking solid, bro. You think you fighting for equality? No, you're not looking like a a, a man right now. You ain't raising your kids. You're and, and raising I'm, your kids. I'm, you're straight wait, wait, up. Wait, what's his, what's his, um, his support group like, right? Like, who, who, I know I can't do shit. I can't, I can't slide off without somebody coming to him. It's right. not even somebody. It's going to be a million motherfuckers coming to, hey, yo, you fucking up. 
Yeah. What well, what Craig said about a month ago, Craig said a lot of, a lot of these NBA niggas, they get rid of them dudes. By they get rid of cats like us. Second, that's, third year. That's they crazy. Done. Like, you see it in boxing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They co- People come in with, do you see that? We, people come in with one crew, mm-hmm. then when they get to championship level, they got a totally different crew around right, them. Do you see that? Right. Very often. You're not looking good, bro. And I'm not being negative. I'm not being a hater because the way that this white supremacist society works is when there's a checks and balance. If you don't have the financial uh, backing of somebody and they're doing something wrong, you're a hater. Straight up. Like I'm just telling you, in the world of men, if you walk out there without your bra and you come out here, you go to any construction site, go to any police force, so police station, go to any blue collar job, any office, you're looking like a straight idiot out here. Mm-hmm. You're looking, you're not. It don't look good, bro. <laughs> you control your household, bro. You yeah. niggas, you niggas, you elite rich niggas, you think that if the world works like that, but it don't. And when your son step out here into this blackness, he going to get a dose. Man, He's going to get a dose. And if you're not preparing him right, that's a reflection of you, my guy. Yeah. You putting him in a position where he's being crippled because he's thinking that's the standard. That's not the standard. And he's in a world of predators. Like Hollywood is predator view. <laughs> yeah. You sexualizing a child in a room full of predators? It would be the same thing if you had a girl. Yeah. If you had a 13-year-old girl and you got her on a camera popping her booty and doing all kind of stuff, we'd have a problem with that. Seriously. Because you putting her out there for these weird-ass niggas who are here. For they, free. They say black men don't. Here's part of protection for people who say black men don't protect. Part of protection is us saying stop doing that weird shit. Because we know there's weird motherfuckers out there. We can't be everywhere at all times. Right, right. So you're you doing that weird shit, having your son do weird shit on on camera for free he's gonna be around these weird motherfuckers when you can't be there but the, somebody said what about magic yeah okay magic is a little different we always knew ej was like that but ej was out there doing this thing as a grown-ass man ej made the decision magic son wasn't out there just you know what i'm saying at 13 at 13 old. 14 we knew something was different but look we don't have a problem with the young boy but you're not you know that's not leadership what you're doing yeah, we ain't that, got a problem with his thing we don't we ain't got a problem with gay like if you was around there, you knew EJ was gay. He had he, had, he always had a little <laughs> to him. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you just see you it. Been in him. You <laughs> been in him. You said to him, you been in him. But you <laughs> didn't even see it. But magic. But EJ came out as an adult, as to make an adult decision. I, I got respect for it. I don't have to like. It's not, it don't. It doesn't matter if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. He made as an adult said, "This is who I am." And I'm, it's nothing about. I just whatever. Cool. He wasn't sexualizing a fucking thirteen mm-hmm. year old. All right, let's talk about the movie, man. So uh, we're gonna go into this trailer, yeah. right? Oh, set. Yeah. You got the trailer, Brown? Yeah. All right, we, go, we, we I'm gonna let Fred set it up. Go ahead, set it up, Fred. And uh, comes out May nineteenth. All y'all go to checksandbalances movie. But basically, it's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, <clears throat> and they create a pact with black people all across America to mm-hmm. execute a plan that will change history forever. I'm and uh, uh, y'all going to see black people get along that you never thought get, got along with. You're going to see the game banger, the, the, uh, the, the, the nurse, the doctors, the, the fathers. The, and uh, I think it's incredibly important that we lean on the genesis of who we are instead of what we have tangibly. You understand? And yeah. uh, um, checks and balances, man. And uh, thank you. No problem. Mm-hmm. It. You're watching America This Morning. America's number one early. Time after time after time, we are watching murderers go free. They hide.
hide behind their badges, they hide behind their white privilege, and they use the excuse that they fear for their lives to murder our young people in cold blood. It's done. Eggs, my brother. No, no, no. Don't think about it. All you self-righteous assholes do is march and destroy your own communities. Killing me won't change a goddamn thing. <laughs> different when it's a grown black man standing in the ground. Charleston White. Season, huh? Got Miss Parker from Friday. I got Ro, Jerome Roe Brooks from the Have and the Have Nots. I got Natalie from Bruh, Tyler Perry's Bruh. It's an all-star cast, man. And for them to 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 bet on their careers, to bet on an independent filmmaker who don't want to be a part of Hollywood. I have no aspirations of being a part of Hollywood. I'm, I'm forever grateful because this cast is real. Yeah. And we got Charleston White, you know what I mean? I'm a cat, man. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> 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 well, we doing a part two. We doing a part two. No, truth so, me, what I get called for a lot, but I've been focused on the show, I get called a lot for the gangster, the cop, the army guy, uh -huh. the villain because of uh -huh. my voice. The construction worker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, but on the com comedic acting, I'm the Black Bill Murray, mm -hmm. so I could do that offbeat comedic acting. I'm I could act, my mm -hmm. nigga. I'm, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. I'm all right. <laughs> well, I look forward to having you. Yeah, man. Real soon. Man, happen, man. I, I, I can read too. I can read too. Yeah, I look forward to having all y'all. I, 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 I think this should be a scene in the movie. Right, yeah. Well, I'm gonna talk to you about something that we do that I'm doing with the show. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about it live. Uh huh. We might be able to work, man. Yeah. Hey, your knee look like the wall. Go back to that shop, Brown. Ah, he got his knees up. Why you doing shit like the wall? He showing thigh meat. And you look like. And you look like the Russ. The what? Wall Russ. Certain, but that's it. Was he a dirty cop or he was the, oh, black, the dude with the uh, lineup that had the gun? No. 
That's Mr. Jones. That's Mr. Jones. They got a thing going on. And yeah, I got a thing going on. Him and Mrs. Jones. And uh, it's just, uh, I, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but you're going to laugh, cry, and be inspired. So be Mr. Jones. He just caught George Zimmerman. He's about to kill him. Go ahead, Otto. Right on the right. Mr. Yeah, Jones, yeah. his doctor, him and his wife just found George Zimmerman. Oh, God. They're going to yeah. kill him. Oh, yeah, God. I see it out of the box. I thought like you got a house, though. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shell comb his beard like this. If you steal from a man, you can replace what you stole, looking ass nigga. Uh, 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 that's funny though. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, I take out the line. So, uh, <coughs> George. Oh, no. I watched too hard. Anybody else got it? Watch too hard. Anybody else? Get out there, man. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nigga got the gun now. Shut your bitch ass up. Pop, 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 motherfucker. Give me the roll. Give me the roll. What you got for us, Blaine? Ah. I'm still trying on this tie shit. I'm like, nigga, what kind of gangster is that? Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Pop, pop, nigga. That's too pocketless. That nigga sound like the nigga of the Skittles and shit. Yeah. He was like, man, so what you got, Blaze? You got it? Blaze, you got it. Hold on, man. Let me okay, let's see. Yeah, let's see. This is watching. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get it right. Gotta get it right. Set your glasses to stun, nigga. Hold on, Mr. Zimmerman. This shit about to get real. You understand me? God damn it. <laughs> I gotta be an old black guy. No, I think T1000. Oh, okay. <laughs> you almost had it. Mr. Zimmerman. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, oh shit! Yeah. Uh, I'm easy. Says the nigga who said too many people watching. That nigga, that nigga came in a smaller shirt. So hold on, hold on. And the smaller the shirt, the more serious. So look, look. You got George in the trunk with the old trunk open. You got the gun in the trunk. He looking at you, scared, tied up. You talking to him? Like, like, you really thought you was going to get away, huh? You really thought you can play that bullshit-ass role and, and kill a little black boy over some motherfucking Skittles? You don't know me to do Shut that, your man. bitch ass up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I got a family, man. I didn't need to do it, man. He was looking dangerous. Hey, okay, well, this gun looked dangerous, too. Yeah. You ain't got to do that, man. Yeah. You ain't got to do it. You got a choice. No, I'm about to rape you, man. That nigga came in with a Wesley. That nigga came in with a Wesley punch roll, nigga. That nigga said, "Yeah, this gun look dangerous too." You got something for us? Oh yeah, go, go ahead. So George is in the trunk. You got the pistol at him. You and the wife got him in the trunk. Now it's now it's, it's serious business. Sorry, oh, bet. Action. 
So your bitch ass thought you was gonna get away. Shut with the him. fuck up. Who the fuck is you talking to, nigga? You I got the gun in your motherfucking face. You niggas are all the same. Shut you your, shut your bitch ass up, nigga. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This nigga really want to do a nigga named George. Who was in the trunk? George Zimmer? George Zimmer. Who was in the trunk? He said, right? He says, Who was in the trunk? Yeah. Ain't shooting. Pow! Get him. That nigga about to do a dance move, nigga, before he popped the nigga. That nigga say, "Sonny gonna sing to me." That nigga gonna let the he gonna let the rest out. Who gonna be? Who gonna be George? When you got some money, you got when you got some money. That nigga gonna let the shit go. So you got real comfortable, huh? What, what you mean? What do you? What you talking hey, about? Hey, you got real relaxed. Huh? I don't. I, I don't understand. So who's scared now? Just. It was a rhetorical question. It's over. It's I, over. Go ahead and go ahead and say your prayers. It's done. It's a wrap, baby. Is this produced by Simon? That nigga said, when this curl come out this hat, you know I'm grabbing the guy. But he take me. vivid and Come on, Craig. All that shit, man, and Trump. Yeah. Motherfucking ass. But you light skin. Come down for the camera. Come down for the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back out, go back out, go back out. Who was that for? Shut your motherfucking ass up. Man, come on, man. You ain't got to do it. Start the car, baby. What are you starting the car for, man? Just trying to get out of here. I'll buy you some more snakeskin shorts. I'm going to fucking kill you slowly. You ain't got to kill me, man. Shut the fuck up. Check this out. You bitch ass nigga. I'm just trying to do Why are you whispering to me, bro? <laughs> Your nose is in my face. Oh, no, he said start in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why would you call me a nigga? Why would you call me that? You like killing kids? What's this about? Don't beat me to death, two kids. I'm going to take you to D Wade's house. I got away with a few murders a lot of people don't know about. But this murder I would do. <laughs> 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 
You was fooling your own joke. I played Contra. Nigga had unlimited lives on Contra. I'm not a lie. Up, down, left, right, left, right. Select start. I got bodies with Trevor on Grand Theft Auto. No, I can do that, bro. I just got to really focus. But nah, man. Fuck George Zimmerman, you punk bitch ass. Piece of shit ass human being. Right. Uh, that's how I feel about that. Right. Patooey. And that's dope, though. You got that shit in the movie, like. You know yeah, I mean? and and if they were asking where could they go. You can go to uh, my Instagram. It's, it's in my uh, the uh, the the website on my Instagram, or you can go to checksxbalances.movie. Checksxbalances.movie. It comes out May nineteenth, Malcolm X birthday. We shot it February 20th, which is the day Frederick Douglass passed, and February 21st, the day the Nation of Islam murdered Malcolm X. So, so, so it's alkaline in terms of the synergy and the energy, because I, uh, I genuinely believe that, uh, as I told you earlier, Malcolm, I'm not Malcolm X, Martin Luther King of 67 would admire this film. Malcolm X would admire this film. You know, uh, uh, Nat Turner would give me a standing ovation for doing this film, and. Uh, I, I think it's time to be had, you know. Uh, people in the past have done good. Now it's time for us to be great, you know. We got to run the other 30% of the race, you know. We get to 70% and we sell our talents off, you know what I mean. We sell our goods off, you know. And, and, um, so there's no bunnies in the film? Nope. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, yeah, but they get dealt with. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, they get dealt with, they get dealt with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And but it's uh, it's it, it is the most powerful film of 2022. That's dope. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be in colleges. It's going to be dissertations on this on this film, uh, and it's never been done before. Yeah. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Uh, That's dope, I was I was saying like on my show last Absolutely. week. It's like I was thinking about it. Like we haven't had the last time we had a film that we won was Hard of Nights. Uh, like uh, Dead Presidents was a great movie, but they all died. Nigga Django. I mean, it is Django, but but still, but but you know what I mean. But it was all all that stuff. It was like we we very rarely get to like outsmart and outpower them and still win at the end. Yeah. Oh all man, the movies is like even when the black people do do something, they end up dying. Imagery is powerful. We it's, it's important. Yourself in a certain light, it's important. And you don't have any anyone in your immediate circle to show right. something different. That can really damage your mind. Right. Checks and balance, man. Y'all go support that shit so we can finish the rest of the yeah. season and shit. I want to watch this shit for three weeks. Brandon is in the comments like, Craig, it's done. Because I said that D-Wade's son shit. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't done, nigga. You done. <laughs> you been done. Uh, You're done. We're done. <laughs> You've been done for a year now. Niggas be having multiple accounts. Nigga, you can't ban me, nigga. The people yeah. fuck with me. Hit the like button. Yeah, yeah. Hit the like button. Yeah, hit the like button. Like, I'm gonna cut that part out. We gonna cut that part. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's dope, man. That's a dope film, man. I can't wait to, wait to work with you though, for real. That's gonna be fun. Nah, man. it's 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 gonna change. It's gonna change where we do cinema. Yeah. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, because you can't go back to Kevin Hart wearing a purple dress after watching Checks and Balances. You don't right. want your black child watching uh, uh, Kevin Hart crack jokes <laughs> or uh, uh, LeBron James. Uh, 
pretending to be a part of the movement. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I I think it's time that we protect each other. Right. Todd, 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 Dope, you, you know, and it's going. No, 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 funny business. No, no funny business. And you're gonna see that they're in love. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And it's unbreakable. <laughs> how, was it, the, how was the process in picking picking the actors? How was that process? It was fun. It, it, it was fun. Uh, truth be told, the film broke down ten days before the film. My lead pulled out. What was it? A Chevy. Uh, uh, Pontiac, 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 and uh, so, so, so I called the lead, which is Jerome, and uh, um, he introduced me to Jasmine, who plays Mrs. Jones, and it worked out. You know, it completely worked out, and I couldn't ask for a better team. I mean, the credits in this film is is incredible, from Power to Blackish to uh, uh, to the Have and the Have Nots, and it's all they all working with the independent filmmaker. You understand what I'm saying? And That's to dope. work with an independent filmmaker is on a project like this yeah. where people's going to have an opinion on your work. You know what I mean? And, uh, and you had glasses on the soundtrack. Glasses Malone, is, oh, so glasses Malone and LaRussell are doing okay. the music. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So, it's, I mean, it's a real project. You understand? And it's... Uh, I, I would love to make it a full-length feature, and it's going to come. It takes a lot more money to do that, but uh, yeah. this film is going to shake <laughs> us up, man. It's, yeah. it's literally going to shake us up. You, you're not going to like LeBron James reading the autobiography of Malcolm X with no, with no, with no creases in it. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and and, and, and deem right, that acceptable. Hey. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm like, not like, really about the fire on this area. But when you think about it, it's one more thing. It's It's basically Nike and LeBron calling you stupid. Uh -huh. Yeah, in the middle of the book with no creases on a bike with, with baby shorts on. Right. You get what I'm saying? He's calling you stupid. Right. He's, he's calling your yeah. father should have handed you the autobiography of Malcolm X at seven, six, seven years old. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's be, not be, well, well whatever he is, but just that narrative that you can reach your apex, even though you've been in the, the abyss of hell, you can still get to the apex of the mountain. You understand? Whoever he is, W.E.B. Du Bois, Frederick Douglass, but I, I, I think that... Dewan Brown. Dewan Brown, exactly, you know? And uh, what... But this, this is the conversation that you have every time you go get a haircut. This is the conversation you have with your 19-year-old son who's a sophomore in college, and he's going to Stanford University. You know, this is the Ooh. conversation. We don't have the conversations. And they going into the gauntlet, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, uh, and, and I'm fearless. I'm going to get death threats on this film. Right. You know what I mean? You I'm going to make sure you join the club. Yeah. I got death threats I got. Yeah. <laughs> I have gotten death threats. Yeah, I bet. I said a joke What'd one time. You are a sorry motherfucker. told me from Brooklyn. <laughs> nigga from Brooklyn said he's going to kill me. I said, a lot of motherfuckers don't know. 
the real reason that Tupac and Biggie was beefing is because Tupac got tired of uh, Biggie being musty all the time. <laughs> Death threat. What? And then, and then uh, <laughs> no, not the, no, no, the uh, Luther Vandross one. Oh, Luther Vandross. Oh, yeah. That shit, that oh, the Wap Bop Blue Bop? No, I'm not gonna fuck with nobody. Say, I bet you Luther Vandross is in heaven trying to give Jesus a back rub. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Well, well Jesus, Jesus rubbed feet, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Why was he rubbing feet? But did you get different on your last movie? Oh, man, Nine Wives was. Uh, I've done two films in nine months, and, and all of them have been extremely polarizing. And uh, I, I challenged the Nation of Islam on what they ultimately believe in. You know, and you, you think you need a man, a flawed man, to curate your relationship and or narrate your relationship with God. I, I think it's foolish. I, I genuinely think the Nation of Islam is a, is a flawed religion that cons uh, the, 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 the lowest population of black men. And that's men in prison who are in search of something, in need of something, you know. And uh, um, I, don't, I don't respect them as a group. I have people that I talk to that are part of it, but in, in, in terms of you need Farrakhan to give you the answer, when he has, and he tells you, be faithful, respect the black woman, when he has kids all over the world, Elijah Muhammad, you can't have sex, people get kicked out, he kicked Muhammad Ali, you know Muhammad Ali never got back in the Nation of Islam because of his infidelities, wow. but Elijah Muhammad can have seven women serving him in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. You get what I'm saying? And uh, they had to lie and steal and cheat and his uh, his son is documented saying that uh, um, I couldn't acknowledge. I, I went to the the mosque and couldn't say Elijah Muhammad was my father. Imagine you saying your father can't be your father. So you've been sitting on the stoop your whole life waiting on your dad to come. Right. You know what I mean? And then he says, Louis, I, I, the first time I felt like being a father was when I met Louis Farrakhan. Mm. And then Louis Farrakhan is guiding all these men. But he has. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a paradigm that, that I think we need to understand that your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Right. And uh, I, it's, it's, it's sad that you have men on the corners who I give money to, who I give rides to, along Crenshaw, along La Brea, and they making 5 and $3 an hour selling bean pies and newspapers. They got to give 70% of that or whatever percentage is to Louis Farrakhan and he lives in an 18 room mansion and they catching the bus to Slauson and Crenshaw Slauson and La Brea to slang what's the newspaper called Fight em Call and yeah you know what I mean so I uh, I think we should honor truth over relationships mm -hmm. you know like we should revere truth as much as we revere your favorite athlete your Brett right. Favre your LeBron James and I um I'm fearless when it comes to this, man, and uh, I, I, I know the repercussions of it, and that's why I'm on this fucking, when f I'm moving, you know what I mean? Two movies in nine months, I, I hope to have another one out by the end of the year, yep. and uh, thank you, and, um, but I stand on truth, you right. know what I mean? I can't read, I, I, I can't love God and be afraid to die. Right. Th those two don't live in the same house. Right. Question, how was God introduced to you? That's a good question. I was born Christian. And then I, and then the pastor ran off with the pianist. I was like, hold up, this shit ain't God. You know what I mean? This shit ain't God. And and then I real, then you got older, and you fall on your problems, and you realize it's just you and your problems. Only thing I can get from you is advice. Right. You know what I mean? 
you don't give me strength. Right. You give me advice. You give me motivation to get strength. I got to get strength from me. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 that's the relationship that with your God. You know, do I know if it's a heaven? No one's ever come back and said, "Is it a heaven?" Yeah. You know what I mean? But but I know good deeds make the world go round. You you know and. Uh, um, I, I don't know if there's a God. I believe in the higher power. I believe that there's something after us. Um, do I have the answer? No. But I, I just know a man can't say, give me money, and I'm going to get you closer to God. Right. right. Give me money, and I'm going to feed you. Give me money, and you're a better Muslim. You're a better Christian. You're a better Catholic. It doesn't add up. doesn't make sense, especially as a 44-year-old man. You know what I mean? And, and like, I, 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 I think we're just foolish on, on so many different levels. I'll sit on Santa Claus' lap if he's black. Right. What kind of shit is that? You right. get what I'm saying? Like, I'll sit on Jesus. Jesus is cool if he's black. But it's the same narrative, though. They're still right. spilling out the right. same right. narrative, you know? Like, you are God in your household. Like, I, like I tell my people, you're God. Yeah. Your, your son and daughter sees you as a God. You are a superhero. You are Superman, Spider-Man. You know what I mean? They got us believing in motherfucking, uh, what's that, Wakanda. Wakanda was colonized right. at the end of the fucking movie. And you can right. create Wakanda in your house. Yes, it is in your house. God is in your house. We're, we're drifting so far away from core values. We don't want to believe in science, but we want to believe in twerking. You know, uh, science proves that the woman takes care of the house. Yeah. You, you know, have you seen the science and the twerk, though? Yeah, but that I have. I have. It vibrates well. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I that's believe some, in science. Yeah, that's I believe. Some, yeah, that's some fearless. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, I know this motherfucker fearless. I've been seeing this motherfucker take on boxing trainers, mm -hmm. boxers mm -hmm. on your channel. Yeah. And, like, you talk about, like, you, like, you, you get, what's his name, Bob here in the room. A lot of people that get the white man in the room, they'll start acting mm -hmm. a little funny. Yeah, you get to Bob Arum and get right to the point. Yeah, and I've cussed out Bob Arum so many times. That's why our relationship is good. He tried to disrespect me. I was young, about 10, 15 years ago. I was young in boxing. He tried to railroad me. I said, "Nigga," well, I didn't say "nigga," but I said, "You will never be able to do that shit to me ever again." Period. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, we've been cool. Yeah. I, that's I, that's the genesis of our relationship. Yeah. And now, anything I need from top rank. I can get it. If I need a plane, if I need a ticket, anything I need from top rank, he'll give it. I've never, I've never gotten it. I've never asked for it. You know what I mean? But, but at the end of the day, you got to, not only do you got to take your respect, you got to make them respect masculinity. People don't right. respect masculinity. Mm -hmm. People think, see you as a favor. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Masculinity is not attached to favors. Masculinity is, a, is, is, your, is your divine, is your divinity. You understand what I'm saying? People, right. think, people think masculinity is shooting a fucking jump shot. No, that's yeah. not masculinity. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Masculinity is buying a Birkin bag. That ain't fuck. That's Floyd Mayweather shit. You're you know done. what I mean? Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a science to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It ain't no what you, what you call it God, divinity, science. But it ain't no. It ain't what we see on MTV or CNN, and it's yeah. it's in us. You know, right. and, and 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 that's what we're straying away from. I agree totally. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, man, that's that's real talk. That's very interesting, man. Why well, I, I told you earlier, I would love to set up. The debate, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, man, Rizza. I would love man, that. Him and his family stole $3.8 million, man. How are we going to debate? 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 Is he going to pay it back or go to jail? What are we going to debate? What are we going to debate, man? You know what I mean? Like, I, man, we got to stand on truth. Oh.
Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, he's in court right now. It's public. It's public records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And uh, I, I, I just think that we got. If we stand on truth, like I own property in L.A., I don't let gangbangers hang out on my property. They, they tag 90s on my. Y'all know the neighborhood in the right. westerns. Western yeah. was just Yellow's part. I went straight to that motherfucking gang leader. I said, "Who's in charge?" I says, "I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna put my child through college with this building." I make it. You all, you think I'm a millionaire? I only make fifteen hundred dollars extra a month off of this building. Right. It ain't like I'm a fucking zillionaire. You, because people think you own property, you're a zillionaire. Right. No, I just don't have a nine to five job. Right, That's right, it. Right. I make extra seventeen hundred dollars on this property. That's all I'm making, and I'm gonna paint this wall one time. And you got two options: you paint it again, you go to jail, or you leave it alone. I haven't. That that wall hasn't been painted on in six years. So people said that's what I'm talking about masculinity. Like people respect people who are men. Right. You know what I mean? Like 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 you, everybody has an uncle in here that they fucking like. Man, that's a fucking man. You know what I mean? That's a fucking man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Your best friend's dad, your best friend's brother. That's a man, and and that's and that's what it is. Man, I'm the littlest guy in this room, and I'm the littlest guy on on Western and 95th. Right. You know, I don't go there with a gun and this and that. Although I do carry, but I don't go in there with a gun. And you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? But 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 at the end of the day, man, masculinity prevails. Man, it's not the Floyd Mayweather narrative. It's not the Dwayne Wade narrative. It's masculinity, and 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 I think. Getting back to why I'm here, checks and balances validates masculinity. It don't validate I got a zillion dollars and a right. and a Rolls Royce, you know. And uh, uh, it's gonna shake the room. And 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 I think RZA is on this tour of. I I, I want I want them to show me what they're doing. You know what I mean? They talking about what they're doing. It sounds beautiful. It sounds eloquent. It's articulate. He's a very articulate man. But if you took three point eight million dollars. And then you fly across America and tell us we need to not do this and not do that. I need you to, I need you to adhere to those to those black kids that you put like uh, uh, jackets on them or or whatever you want to call them, files on them. You know what I mean? They're in court right now. You know, and and and, and I think when we start telling the truth, we become better. We got. The, the goal is to heal our fucking self. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Can I ask you about your, your your movie real quick? Yes. Why so short? Money. Okay. Money, yeah. money. It's, it's really that simple. I, I, I could have did a full-length feature, you know what I mean? But this film is probably $50,000. You get what I'm saying? It's a real production. I had an all-black male crew, you know what I mean? I had thirty. I had a 30-person crew, you know what I mean? I created jobs in the economy. I, I, uh, I created opportunities. You understand? This job will create over a hundred opportunities. You, right. you know what I mean? From the sound guy to the actors to the <coughs> PA to the to the makeup girl. It it it, you, it yes. Hold on real quick, hold on. Yeah, so no, I mean, shoot, if Riz or anybody is watching, man, that's how this brother feels. I ain't on either side, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm you know. So it, it's always it's always the door is always open for anybody to come on this show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got so, the same rhetoric. They got the same yeah. rhetoric. Brother this, brother that. They articulate. They speak well. You know what I mean? And and and, and to and to debate them, they gonna win the debate because right. y'all got pastors in your life. Y'all like the gibber and the jab. Right. You, you, you don't want a man to say you're hungry 
here's five dollars. Well, well, brother, why you're hungry is because you don't have Yahshua in your life. Yes. You don't. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? They give you the spill. You know what I mean? I'm getting to the solution. Right. You know what I mean? Show me the solution. How the hell we don't right. have a nation? Why they don't have a farm? Why you don't have a source of water? Why you don't have a hospital? Why you don't have a cemetery? Right. If you're a nation, you had a million people and, and couldn't get a hundred million dollars. Right. 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 Make it make sense. Yeah, no, definitely, man. I so mean, that's Hey, man. Yeah. yeah. With that said, we're going to wrap up the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, with that said, man, tell them where they can find you. All right, Penn Roethlisberger on IG, Snaptastic underscore Penn, Dina Collective album coming on the way. You think you write all the time? Well, I write more. Hey, you already know what it is. Bad Boy Blaze. Shout out to myself. It's double O B L Z at Instagram. Right. How the backwards. Right. Fred. Hold that mic like Jonas. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, I'll say this, man. You, you can't lead the community and kill one of the greatest black men to ever live. Right. And that's Malcolm X. Period. I don't. I don't care what nobody say. Right. You can't say love me, black man, and then uh, silence El Haj Malik El Shabazz. You know what I mean? And uh, but yeah. And uh, birthday's coming in less than a month. Silent Heroes on Instagram, as you guys see it on the screen. And the movie comes out May 19th, Malcolm X Birthday, www.checksxbalances.movie. And uh, go ahead and pre-order. It comes out 3 p.m. May 19th. You know, I mean, I'm, this, he got shot at around 3 o'clock, between 3 and 3.15. So I keep it uh, aligned. It's in the spirit of our ancestors. And... Uh, um, I just want to say thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you for having me. And uh, I, I can't wait for the responses. Yeah. I, I genuinely can't wait for the I responses. I know it's going to be dope. I no, it, it is dope. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wait. It's going to double what Nine Wives did. Yeah. I got in, Nine Wives got into close to 40 film festivals. We won about 10. This is going to do at least 70 or 80. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I know so. Because I know how, because, because Nine Wives are speaking to a narrow audience. Right. It, it's a short, it's a narrow story. But this is, yeah. you know what I mean? It, 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 it. It laughs at Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, it's all yeah. love, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, in the evening. Mm -hmm. I know the drill. It's just me, Sunny in the evening. Please don't follow me. But happy birthday to my little sister, yeah. April 20th. Simone, happy birthday. And hit the like button. Uh, all the Craig Factors, hit the like button. We gotta wrap up, we gotta yeah. wrap up. Congratulations on that speedboat you just bought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hello, world. Man, it's your boy Autobots. Find me on Instagram. It's Autobots. You find me on TikTok. Autobots. Find me on YouTube. Autobots. You can find me on Facebook. Autobots. You can find me on Craig Facts. Autobots. Yo, what's up, man? This be your boy, the Real DJ Show. Man, make sure y'all subscribe to my YouTube channel, Plan A Radio. If you got music, go to PlanARadioStation.com. If you need a write-up, radio play, all that other good <laughs> shit, get tweeted out by over 60,000 followers on Twitter. Also, uh... Hit me up, man. If you got some music albums, we play your whole album on my motherfucking radio station on PlanAradioStation.com. Uh, follow me on everything else, The Real DJ Show. Uncle Ty Comedy, IG, Facebook, Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Check the album out. It's called I'm Out There. Um, check out the interview I did with Fresh Out. It's on the album. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Yo, the, the gargoyle. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the I'm Out There Nation. I know you out there, man. It's Taco Tuesday, so check the track out. Check, check, check. You go quiet. Yay!
DLZ, man. We got the the brunch coming up. Brunch coming up on the twenty. No, the first of the month. First of next month. Yeah. So everybody, pull up. You know, hit me up. I'll have the. I have the link in my DMs, or I have the link on my page and everything. Just DM me for for the seats and all that. I love everybody, man. Holla at me. Dope. Yeah. It's dot com. Bookmark that because that's about to get blown up into a full music media site. Um, got the music reviews and all that good stuff with the new music and also reviews of the music from the 70s. Re- decoding yeah. a lot of that great music from the 70s. And then um, in hotepish.com. And also my new book is coming out like in a couple weeks. I haven't titled it yet, but it's basically the art of uh, speaking in a loving way to the people that's around you so you can get more of what you want from a positive point of view without confrontation in the home. Right. Should be on the cover like, she admit I... You right. You right. That should be the title. You right. You can have that. Sometimes peace requires that. Hey, man, appreciate y'all watching. Um, yeah, come check out... Uh, the release of uh, Barron's new cannabis brand is called uh, Personal Stash. Should come through Thursday. Uh, it's going to be some people there, man. It's going to be chilling, man. Chilling. They're going to be smoking and drinking. And, you know, you can get to talk about what you have in your personal stash. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, it should be fun. Man, uh, go to uh, the Eventbrite. Um, type in Baron Davis Personal Stash brand. Purchase your tickets or try to get on the guest list. Uh, if I owe you something, get it from God. God, God, God! Yeah,